G'day film fans, I'm Dave. I'm Mark. And I'm John. And welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a positive critical eye. That's right, and to keep us honest, we've made this a drinking game. So, if anyone... Oh, there he goes. If anyone says anything negative about the film we're talking about, or stupid, they'll hear this sound. Ah, that sound. And they have to drink. That's right. So pour yourselves a glass, and we're going to get into some nice frosty beer, not that crap the English people drink. Oh, hey, for my uh, for, this one's for my, my brother-in-law, Dave. Go fuck yourself, you fucking Australian, you fucking dirty thief. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, welcome back. We are going to be wallet. doing another Should Have Seen It By Now. If you can, can tell, we are drunker than the previous episode because we record these on the same night. So we just did our episode on Sorely Green, which was going to be released Monday, the 16th. Uh, if you're tuning into this episode, it should be coming out on Thursday, the 19th, whatever the fucking math is on that. Is that right? <clears throat> How are you guys going to go metric? Honestly. <sighs> just This is never going to happen. Anyway, we are doing the episode of Should Have Seen It By Now on Disney's Frozen. That's right, folks. We have never seen this motherfucking movie. And by we... I mean Dave, my co-host, me, John, and our surprise co-host who is back, who is joining us. He was with us with Soylent Green, Mark Monstrowski from the Matt and Mark Movie Show. Mark, what is up? Thank you for hanging out with Thanks us all night, dude. Thanks for having me back. But dude, also, I have, a, I have a question for everyone because right? we haven't seen this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all three of us Wait, can go fuck so ourselves. You have a question. You have a the question. question. We all liked Soylent Green, right? I really yes. liked it. You can say yes, I, I right? I may yes. have so even... I may have even loved it. I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was awesome. So if we got that drunk for Soylent Green, what's going to happen with Frozen? You know what? Hospital is going to end up. That is, uh, that is uh, the, first, the first official critique buzz of the episode goes to our guest host. Yeah. His name is Mark Mastrowski. You can find him on the Matt Mark movie show on all you, your, uh, uh, your, your, your uh, podcast streaming services. Dave, what are you saying? No, 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 it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. Right. You know who definitely has seen this movie? Our co-host who's not here this week, Jeff. Jeff, go fuck yourself. He has definitely, yeah. he has skipped out. This is his second week. Jeff, you're a little mm. bitch. We miss you. I hope you're having a good time off on these three weeks. Hopefully he will be joining us for the last week in August. We're excited to have him back. And I'm a little sad that he's not here because I know he has probably, Jeff teaches music theater, he teaches kids. I'm sure he is very well versed in this movie. He probably would have some insight that these three fucks on this episode are not, are going to be totally ignorant <laughs> to, we're just going to talk well, to you. Well, I mean, I feel, I feel like we should start off. It. Yeah. I feel like we should start off like, John, why haven't you seen this? Why haven't I seen this? Um, okay. I'm going to try to say this appropriately. Uh, because he's an adult. There are, there are, there's, there's <laughs> one that's ca- exactly. There's one kind of funny reason. I oh, am a sorry. man. <laughs> no, honestly, I am a man, and I have always felt a little uncomfortable going to see animated kids movies, you know, alone, like in in cities and stuff. It's just a little strange. Okay, yeah, I, I would, I would buy that. I would have your hands in your I would pants, buy that if it fine. hadn't been available for basically on streaming for about the last ten years. So, so that's why I <laughs> didn't see it initially. My big picture reason is that I was totally one of those kids, you guys. Like, when I turned 10, I was like, fuck kids entertainment. I'm a grown-up now. And I immediately uh. tried to start watching adult drama. I never really looked back. So I do have a bit of a mental block with animation. I haven't even seen all the Miyazaki films. I'm like, even like really good, more adult-style animation. I just, 
I have a little bit of a, I struggle with it. I almost never choose to watch it. I always enjoy it when I do. Pixar, there's so much amazing stuff out there, but I almost mm. never choose it over live action drama. That is just kind of one of the things I should probably work on. Fuck me. Dave, how about you? Why have you never seen this movie? Um, I was actually in uh, 2013 when it came out, I was working on a cruise ship. And so I was at sea. We didn't get new movies. We didn't get to go to shore long enough to see a movie, basically. Um, except for one time when we escaped to watch Man of Steel. Worth it. And uh, then by the time I got off the ship and had access to this film, all I'd heard was all these parents going, oh, my God, I'm so fucking sick of this film. I've been listening to it eight times a day for two fucking years, and I never want to hear this song again. And to be honest, I was going to play a quick clip of Let It Go at the beginning just to fucking earworm everyone. But no, I I can't because Disney actually went, Disney Disney went back in time, disparaged my character, and pre-sued me. So that's not happening. Yeah, we can't do that. Mark, why have you never seen <laughs> this movie? I'll be honest, I'm I'm not embarrassed to go see kids' movies in the theaters and such. The reason why I haven't seen I didn't it, say I was I, embarrassed, I love- motherfucker. I said I thought it was inappropriate. It's like when mom and dad it's like when mom and dad fight. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, I couldn't help it. So, you know, I know a lot of people so, that, yeah. are, are, that are like embarrassed to go because it's a kid's film that feels awkward and weird. Me, on the other hand, it's just like, it's a fucking movie. And mm-hmm. I love animated films. However, I fucking hate musicals, which is one of the reasons why I don't I have not all watch musicals, this movie. All, all animated, live movie. action, all musicals? I just don't give a shit about singing. It like takes me out of the story. Did you I'm not sorry. even go? You lived in New York for a long time. You never even went to go see Broadway, just to clarify. You never saw some oh, really oh, good I've, musicals I've on, to, in theater? I've, I've been to tons of musicals, and my mom loves Broadway. So when I was a kid, we saw pretty much everything. Uh, as an adult, the only musical I think I saw was like Kinky Boots, and it was fantastic, and yeah, I saw it twice. One. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I just generally, I guess I don't really discriminate, but if given a choice, it's, if there's a musical in the theater, for some reason in, in movie form, it's no, like, dude, okay, so I for example, in yeah. Broadway, in Broadway, uh, if you go to a Broadway show, you expect that. In a movie, I just want to enjoy the story. I don't want someone like, singing shit at me just, I mean, just say your lines you know we can definitely talk about that we have talked about that on this pod many times about how there's yes that is that has come up which yeah, is quite is funny considering what my two co-hosts studied well I mean, yeah we were in music theater we came from those backgrounds and it just it just it's never translated very well for and me every and, every time we have a musical on the show it does not go well did you guys well. see the the hugh jackman late as rob yeah they, Dude, they what did too, you right? think With of the, that uh, I think I think we were we thought what everybody thought. <laughs> I thought it was a fucking travesty. <laughs> Mark, are you about to say that it you really like? Was that your favorite waste movie of fucking film? Oh no, it I was, was gonna say that that's the perfect example of like singing ruining dialogue. Yeah, like if they made that movie and they they did it without a, all the stupid songs, it would have been watchable. <laughs> I know, dude. No, this is a classic. That's so a classic. It's a classic example of fucking kill me. Like Lame is is a classic example of a director fucking phoning it in. Is what it is. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, come on. And I love Tom Hooper. I fucking love him and everything else he's done. I just, I just. There, there's yeah, how was cats? There's something. That, you're right. You're right. Strike, strike two, Tom Thomas. <laughs> come on, buddy. 
But the John Adams and I like cats. King Speech. Come on, this guy. This guy's got a lot of talent. But we did. You know what we did do not too long ago, which is, and I think we all agree that it was excellent. Is singing in the rain, like with. I think a musical has to have a Tom Hoover didn't do that. Yeah, but yeah, the I thing know, is, I guess that, that singing in the <laughs> Stanley Donan is a fucking awesome director. Yeah, you know? and, and 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 the other story, thing is, it's like that story lends itself something about to, that, to being musicalized. Like obviously, yes. it's, it's got so much self awareness. It's about the 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 humor and the satire of of musicals and musicalization. Yeah. Like it, it made sense. Anyway, so we're on the same page there. I was going to say, the, this, was the say, music is, is, was a lot more entertaining than some like let it go fuck that song like i'd rather hear Sorry. Uh, did you ever did you but in singing oh, in the no. rain do you remember do you remember that song make them laugh how fucking good yes, it is and how that, innovative make um, it make it laugh that is movie fucking is out on super film innovative like cinematography wise hold on i gotta open my beer and drink sorry I totally yeah. agree no i think that's great. Anyway, let's 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 bring this into yeah, context the, though. sorry sorry guys uh we'll we'll put something in the the comments about uh just skip ahead 10 minutes because we don't actually talk about the movie until 10 minutes no, in this is the goal <laughs> this is why you're tuning in you want to hear us fucking with each other i get it i, I know what you're at okay ready ready frozen 2013 disney this is not pixar this is disney animation right okay yeah. just to clarify this is not a pixar movie and i think that's important because if you haven't figured this out already, um, Pixar doesn't do musicals. They have music in their films. These characters don't sing songs. They're not. Well, they have Randy Newman, but exactly, they have Randy him. Newman going. You got Randy Newman. Well, by the way, when you see like Disney animation and you compare it to Pixar, it's sort of like, okay, this is definitely going to be an inferior product. I guess I'll just drink now. Yeah, I All right, hold on. Let me fucking set it up before you start destroying this fucking film. All right. Jesus. In case you have been living under a frozen rock, which is what the three of us have been, or we're ignoring this for some reason, here is the setup to this movie. The IMDb plot summary. When the newly crowned Queen Elsa accidentally uses her power to turn things into ice to curse her home in infinite winter. Her sister, Anna, teams up with a mountain man. <laughs> it actually says that. Teams up <laughs> with a mountain man, his playful reindeer, and a snowman to change the weather condition. So basically, Elsa and man. Anna are sisters in this fictionalized Norwegian kind of Finlandia kind of land. It's somewhere up there in the Nordic area. And Elsa has superpowers. She is older. Superpowers out of fucking nowhere. She was born with these things. She can turn things into ice and she can make it cold. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> was it just the tone? Because I don't think I actually yeah, said it. It was the tone. It. it was the tone. All right. The this, negativity this was has, implied. <laughs> this girl has super, super, superpowers. She can turn everything cold. She can freeze things. Yada, yada, yada. They grow up and it eventually takes over. She gets anointed queen. Her parents are gone. They kill them in the first 15 minutes, like every Disney movie. Classic. And she gets yeah, anointed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Except they Bambi. They wait, they wait a little bit for Bambi. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bambi hurts. That's why it hurts, because I had a relationship with that mother, and then they fucking shot her in the fucking meadow. Anyway. <laughs> Anna, and Elsa's, Anna and Elsa's parents are killed. She gets anointed queen. The whole country realizes in her anointing ceremony that she has these powers. They think it's a curse. She leaves. So the younger sister, Anna, is kind of left as the lead character or the co-lead character to kind of help bring her sister back, make peace the with same her. Same reason I had to leave everything. Australia. 
I don't know the exact same reason. Has to, <laughs> she has to figure out a way to end this infinite winter and bring peace back to the world and get her country to accept her sister for what she really is, an ice princess, which is, you know, she has a superhero. There's no superheroes anywhere else in this fucking planet, but apparently this girl has got superpowers <laughs> and everyone is... <laughs> And no, and no one knows how to use fire. (laughs) 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 Shit, (laughs) that was a logical statement. Oh my god, that's so good. Okay, I feel like I said enough. It's it's actually a. I'm going to start with a compliment. Like a lot of these good animated, doesn't have to be animated, but a lot of the good children's stories. Everyone has a niece or a nephew or a friend's kid who watches this over and over and over and over and over again. And I think one of the the things that this story does do well that a lot of those very rewatchable movies does is it's a very small, intimate story. There's not too many characters. It's a very simple arc, and you can watch it mm. over and over and over again. You don't. There's not a whole world to memorize and learn. You know, if, if you like that, you might not find this super yeah. attractive. But I do you just have to learn those kids songs. This so much. It's it's yeah. like the first Suicide Squad movie localized. Like it's just really just the one city. Are you saying that because of the superhero effect? <laughs> she's like a superhero? You compared Frozen to Suicide you, Squad. Is she basically is Elsa Harley Quinn? I mean, Elsa is would, it kill him to, would it kill him? Would it kill him to blow some heads off? Honestly, it's like I wanted to. By the way, did anyone want to shoot Olaf with a high powered rifle? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Let's just put a disclaimer out there. We are we are three guys, full grown. Without children watching this this kids movie, give us a break here. We're not trying to be mean about it. It's just this is not aimed at us, right? And I can speak for my friends who have kids, my siblings who have kids. Uh, this movie gets old pretty fucking quick when you have a child that's watching it thirty fucking times a day. So you know, what? I don't I, feel like we're being. Too I, I, I will also put out the caveat that I have two nieces who have every single fucking. Disney princess costume known to man. They know this story backwards. At some point, I'm going to play them this podcast and they're going to come for you and you're never going to know. They're what, coming for me in my again. sleep. They're going to yeah. freeze me. I got a, I got one the other day for my niece. She was wearing the the costume. Just total coincidence. Like she had uh-huh. Elsa's costume and she was singing Let It Go before she knows English yet. She's singing this fucking song. So I got to give it up to them. Those Lopez, the I think their husband and wife, they wrote a very fucking catchy score of songs. And these kids fucking memorized that shit before they could speak English. These kids were fucking singing this song. I mean, that's fucking crazy, dude. Now, this is here are my two cents on that, though, you guys, because I did grow up in the Disney generation, the second golden age, starting 88 or 89, Little Mermaid. I can't remember which year. I think it was 89. So we had that whole second golden age of Alan Menken, Stephen Schwartz, all these you know amazing songwriters and composers, Elton John and Tim Rice. Part of me feels like they're in a different age right now, and I haven't been watching a lot of these movies, so I don't want to speak like I know exactly oh God, I have. Like every song. All right, maybe you have, but I feel like this was one of the songs and movies that really popped because I think my generation was spoiled. Every one of our movies had songs this good. Multiple songs, right? Like you I remember how good The Jungle Book was? Fucking the Jungle, Jungle Book, Book 19 was fucking, fucking phenomenal. Uh, Jungle Book was great, yeah. Oh, God, I love that. Sure word, as dude. hell wouldn't compare it to Frozen songs, though. Fuck I that s- shit. Oop, shit. Hey, hey, uh, I love I, the Jungle Book. I, I, I like still have bare necessities in my head dude. forever. That is Jungle my family's like go-to movie. Go-to movie. I love the Jungle Book. So that's like the first golden age. Then we have like our childhood, second golden age. Not Dave's childhood. Sorry, Dave. I'm buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you buzzing me? <laughs> 
Because I'm old. Like Dave's childhood. But I'm what, are you a Holly- childhood. what are you, a Hollywood producer? You're excluded because you're old. <laughs> but uh, so I am. Um, what, what else did you guys? Let's start with that first before we start just tearing this thing apart. If I think that's where this is going, because we're just we're just being so cynical about this. What did you think actually worked about this movie? Did you do you see why kids are obsessed with it? Do you see why it's so successful? Because just a little fun fucking fact: this movie just in the box office alone got over a fucking billion dollars. So I can't. That is not including DVD sales. That is not including hmm. merch. That is just the box office. They did one point two fucking billion, more like one point three. Doesn't mean it's good though. No, I'm just I'm gonna, no you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the boss does not respect though. the fucking with. <laughs> I'm gonna let Mark go first. I'm gonna let this happen. Go for it. You know what? Can I be honest? I started out when I was watching this. I turned the volume down so low because I didn't want my neighbors to know that I was watching. So this you're movie. embarrassed. You're embarrassed. Yes, I yeah. was totally yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Okay. But I'll be so honest. I'm not letting at, that go. <laughs> as the movie progressed, you turned it up, baby. You were pumping it. I started enjoying it more and more. I thought. Anna as a main character was adorable. She's fucking yeah. awesome. Kristen she's Bell super plays her. Sweet. Yeah, super yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you would want to, she's someone sweet. that you'd want to hang out with, you know. The right yeah. Uh uh the songs, character. All the songs like or big... some of the songs cuz some of them didn't work for me. Some of them did I work. I mean, for some me. of them were funny and good. Like I said, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. And I slowly started to turn the volume up on my TV. Uh, I like the. What was that? There's one song where she goes, Why have a ballroom with no balls? And I was like, That's a great lyric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I thought that There's, was one of the good songs. That's uh, for the first time in forever, her main, hmm. Anna's main theme. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually starting, I'm actually starting a, I'm actually starting a band called Ballroom with No Balls. So <laughs> it's, it's Ballroom No Balls. Just say Ballroom No Balls. You don't need the whip. Yeah. Did you guys find yourself laughing, laughing at the jokes? Because for me, I did. I thought the, the I jokes have no worked skull. really well. Okay. My, I don't know about right. you guys. Hold I'm on. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm just going to stop so we can set the tone for this episode. I fucking love this. Yes, oh, thank you, Dave. such oh. a great time with this. Thank you, Dave. I, it was amazing. <laughs> like I started off, I thought I was going to fucking hate it because I, I, everything that I encountered with this movie, it's like just annoying, stupid kids singing the theme over and over again. I was like, oh, I'm going to hate this no movie. No bossing you for that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, so as I started to watch it, I started to enjoy it more and more. I like, yeah. It wasn't nearly as annoying as I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be terrible, but it turns out that I really liked it. Yes. You guys, whether, I we, I, guys, whether we like it or not, Disney knows how to make movies, dude. You know, they've never made yeah, a bad I mean, movie. They make pretty good movies or great movies. Like they don't, you know, they have a bar. Dave, I'm so glad you loved you, dude. Let's, let's turn the tables, dude. How good is this movie? <laughs> It is fucking amazing. The first shot where they're shooting up through the ice and the saw comes down into into yes. like the, the opening chanting. Like, the, I love the, when animation yeah. like yeah, but also I love when animation directors go for the epic shots mm-hmm. because it's it's something that like for instance this is obviously storyboarded and then it goes like it's scripted and it goes to voice and then the animation team gets hold of it. Um, so basically this is a collaboration between like the director and the storyboard process 
then the voice actors, and then new stuff comes out when the director gets their hand back on it with the animation team based on the voice performance. So you've got like these these wonderful shots, like the saw going through the ice and all these other fantastic things. Plus the, you've got all, like if you watch Anna closely, she's got all this random business in the background of shots that she's doing. Like she's picking things up and she's playing with things. And like, there's all this little stuff that they've just inserted into this character in the background. And that's something an actor would do. This is a, yeah, a CG like, character. Yeah. Like, so someone has made a choice for the CG character and whether it was the CG artist going, I want to try something here, or whether it was the director going, make her do something. Well, the motion fen- felt it's very fen- realistic. It's a phenomenal collaboration. Like they, they've yeah. made these characters real because they're, they're doing business. They're doing things. And it, it just makes them, like it, ma- it endears you to them a little more, except the fucking snowman. I, I just like, Olaf really? did not do it for me at all. Yeah, I actually really? started to warm up, warm up to Olaf. At first I wanted to kill him. And by That's the way, the that, word that, play. <laughs> That's for the word play, motherfucker. <laughs> I got it. I love that one scene where he, where he goes, I've been impaled. I don't know. There are some really, they're yes, really yeah. stupid jokes, but to me, they, they made me laugh my ass off, and yeah, I wasn't Olive, drunk Olive is or not high all or there, anything. But, yeah. I was just enjoying the movie. I yeah. was both, but, and I and I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, and I know what you mean. No, but I felt you guys. I felt the exact same way. I'm not saying I was going in super cynical. I was actually I was I was excited to finally watch it. I've heard so many good things about it. I made those jokes at the beginning, but even the parents of my uh, or my friends, I mean, we who are all parents did. or siblings who are parents <laughs> who have kids, they are fucking annoyed at hearing "Let It Go" so much. But they have to admit. They still admit that the movie is good, so at least it's not a terrible, annoying movie. Yeah, uh, Josh Gad as <laughs> Olaf the Snowman, iconic. I've heard kids quoting him. I feel like I've already seen this movie. He is definitely one of the most quoted characters. I get it. He was pretty fucking funny. His song. I mean, I did wasn't my I, favorite I, song, he, but his performance irked, of it was good. He irked me a couple of times, but I I did like the performance in total. Like what he brought to the character was definitely good. Why did you dislike him, Dave? I'm going to buzz you. Why, why did you hate the snowman so much? Dave hates all. I just hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It, it just when everyone else was playing it, so he was like playing it the opposite to what they were playing it. it like they were playing it for like drama and that sort of thing. And it felt like everything he was doing was playing for comedy. Yeah. All right. I was going to pick at that for just a second. I do feel like. As I grew I up, I didn't. Again, I got away with that, it. No, you did. Oh, you know what? You know what? Oh, oh, oh. There were a lot of uh, the same writers and the same collaborators involved in that second generation that I grew up in. Um, Dave, I know you have no idea what we're talking about, but this is uh, this is the the nineties. Fuck you. So obviously, I I haven't you know seen a lot of the the newer films. So these are new people, uh, these are new writers, new directors. They're not the cohort from that created a lot of those films in the '90s and early 2000s. Um, I did notice that some of the classic archetypes of Disney structure, like Olaf the Snowman being the comic relief, he had a couple moments where mm. like he was there was a little more dramatic, but. I, I think I do agree with you. There was there were some times where I did kind of notice, like, I feel like he's so strictly the comic relief that sometimes I felt like he wasn't quite in the story with the rest of them. As opposed mm. to, like... That's fair. Uh, what did you guys think about this? I want to ask you something serious. Okay. Anna's character... 
why does she, I, I don't know if I, I understood why they were like, Elsa's not going to have a lot of interest. Like they, they weren't trying to do that. I, I totally get that. And I respect that, that she had her own thing. But I did think it was interesting that they gave Anna like these multiple guys to be kind of dealing with and juggling. I don't know. I felt a little. Uh, I feel like Anna was actually one-sided. the secret main, Anna was the secret main character of this story. She is yeah. the main character, right? So it's too. not yeah. Elsa. Yeah. Elsa has the best song, but Anna's the main character, right? It's her yeah, point of view. Pretty much. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of her journey a little bit. Like, I mean, you get both, it's both their journeys. Like it's them guys, being guys, split apart on. and coming back together, but we're really, also, talking just about, totally runs we're really talking about this movie now. We're, we're picking it apart. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, I lost my train of thought now, but Anna is the main <laughs> character. That's what you're saying. Yeah, she's the main. She's she's the main character, and that like it. It's a lot of it is her journey, and I I the two guys were absolutely necessary, and I'll tell you why because like I kind of was suspicious of the um first the two. guy that she meets um, at the ball. Yeah, the first the guy. First guy. Um, fucking, what's, what's his, his name? Henry? Hans Santino. Hans? Uh, Hans. Was that right? Yeah, Hans, because Kristoff okay, cool. is the the other guy. Yeah, Kristoff is the other guy. So, like, yeah, I was a I was a little bit suspicious of Hans, and I love also just quick aside. I love the fucking running gag about you get engaged to someone you just met. Yeah, like that went on for a long time, and I love these running gags, yeah, yeah, as anyone yeah. who listens to this show would know. But the the whole thing with like I was suspicious of him, and then I was like, they introduced the like the other character, Kristoff. And I was like, he's really cool. And they're interacting really well. I kind of like these two as, you know, a thing. And like, I'm, I'm wondering, is that going to develop? But we need to kind of move this guy out. But, and by in doing that, I forgot that I was suspicious of him. So when the turn comes and like, we're going to spoil a kid's movie here for anyone who hasn't seen it by now. It's, we're the I feel only like ones. I, we I, the yeah, only yeah, ones yeah we're the only ones. So we're safe. Okay, cool. Right so yeah, I feel like 10, <laughs> yeah. 10, 10 years is a pretty fucking good spoiler alert warning. Like, but yeah, um, when, when, we, <laughs> when we finally get to the point where he turns, I was almost like, oh, thank God, because it opens up the road for like these two. And so I feel like that was a really good piece of, story writing because i'm fucking 49 i'm not a kid and i'm You're i'm a kid at heart, though, dude you are, I'm, you are. I, yeah fair and I, i'm rooting for the these two and it it's it's like the ross and rachel thing going on over here and it's just like but everyone stop fucking with them yeah. i think my favorite part because i'm not gonna lie the twist it's not that it didn't work for me but i felt like it was a little contrived like it was a little like oh, okay he's twirling his mustache of course it was too good to be true I was able to let that go. It didn't bother me at all. I was just like, okay, I guess I kind of saw something like that coming. But then I was it was so refreshing that the actual resolution of the <clears throat> the true act of love that would warm yes. the heart of Anna didn't come from a guy. Yeah. Right? I loved that. I yeah, loved the, that, yeah. that it had nothing to do with the romance. And I'm not trying to sound super fucking PC. This would annoy me if it was super indignant. No, this was and, a great twist yeah. on a really, really exhausted thing yeah exactly yeah like, and, and i thought that was well I, I had the same discussion with my wife who loves this movie and well she she likes the movie she doesn't exactly love it but uh sven Therese was her favorite character but, get in yeah, there she, sing no, it. no she likes the movie she does she's okay. like okay, yeah, okay. she's she very watch careful of that choice yeah. of words yeah yeah but um yeah she her favorite character is sven and uh but like she was a big fan of that resolve at the end where it's the two sisters instead of a man yeah and I do think I that initially works. thought that like Kristoff was gonna fall for Elsa, 
just because Anna was with Hans, I suppose. Oh, so so it kind of like it threw off my expectations yeah. when all of a sudden. Did you watch you a know, lot of Melrose Place? No, I thought the same thing, dude. No, honestly, I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, okay, they're going to be friends. And then he's going to so be glad Elsa, you got that joke. And she's no got one like else superpowers will. and she's older, probably more experienced. I don't know. I do want to point this out. I'm curious if anybody else thought this was kind of funny. Did these sisters literally never see each other for like yes. 15 years? Or- yeah. And yeah, basically, that, she but would also- ask at the door every fucking time. So hold on a yeah. second. And that's so hold like on. But, but that was the also- are you telling me? Are you telling me the first conversation they had is the one we see where she's like, yes. so how are you? At the ball? That is what happened. Like yes. But, but also, that's what makes it so brilliant because in like Anna's opening number where she's in the room with the paintings they managed to tell you within like with within the context of that song like she's jumping and posing like the paintings are I love are. how she it's, matched yeah, the poses she matches the poses brilliant. in the painting it's like she's been doing this for years she's been locked in this palace by herself not able to see her sister for years and they communicated that without saying a fucking word yeah, but it's also it's it's also good for Anna's character too because it shows that she never gives up. She's always like, yeah, no matter what happens, she's even after all those years, the memory of spending time with her sister was still important enough to her to keep trying for all those years, which is yeah. actually a really to me that's like that's a good lesson if a kid is watching, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, consequently, it could have turned into fucking whatever happened to Baby Jane, <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, come on. I like that movie. You know what, Dave? Go fuck yourself. No, I mean the plot from that. That's what this could have been. Or Grey Gardens. These bitches could have just grown. Keep keep the door closed. Never open the gates. Just turn into crazy people. No, honestly, I uh, I agree, you guys. I mean, again, we were giving a shit at the beginning, but... I think it's undeniable. There is some some real quality to to everything about this movie. I do want to ask you guys, though, because, again, like, I really have, like, I have just been completely shut off from contemporary animation outside of Pixar. I've seen some of the Pixar Mm. movies that have really popped over the past, you know, 20 years or so. This animation, this animation was interesting to me. I don't know if I, I don't know if I loved it, to be honest with you. I didn't, it didn't bother me or anything. It wasn't anything negative. But I don't know if it was. I don't know if I was. It it kind of it kind of got into. I don't know. There was something a little a little flat about it, and I, I don't want to use that word negatively because I know mm. I realize it's clearly it's three D. <laughs> I'll drink. Did you guys like the animation? Like, obviously, come on, give me a break. Everybody in this world is being influenced by three D animation, mostly from Pixar, right? So this was Disney's yeah. take on not so much anymore. But, yeah. but you have to keep in mind, though, John, that you're watching something that's like what eight years old now. You know, was this? That's um, what I was going to ask yeah. you though. Do, was this the so first me, time the, that they did this style? The CG didn't. I mean, it kind of looked video gamey, and it's because I watched Soul. I watched, you know, Coco. Oh, speaking yeah. of Coco, actually, my first introduction of Frozen essentially was. That short film is called like Olaf's Adventures. It's a 22 minute short film that played at the start. Oh of my Coco. god! Yeah, and that's... it was so fucking terrible that yeah, people no. in my theater were like yelling at the mm. screen and booing. I'm not no, even joking. No, he's not kidding. The the the, the review. The, yeah, the review it, yeah. of this. And I think I've mentioned it before. Is like a, a kid in I think 
can't remember where it was, but a kid turned to his dad and was like, nobody asked for this. Oh, my God, that's so good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. This one's for the Out kid. Out of the mouths of this babes. This one's for that kid. <laughs> oh, so that, that, that to me, that kind of set up the whole Frozen movie and my reason for like not, not wanting, wanting to, to watch it. it and yeah. Like another <laughs> reason not to see this movie. And it, I, John, did you see that? I did not see it because I saw Coco streaming. I don't think I went to a movie theater. Oh, okay. But I remember on yeah. Disney Plus, they were pushing at one point Olaf's adventure. And I was like, no, you know, I hadn't seen Frozen yet. And I just, I didn't <laughs> I just care. I felt angry at <laughs> people. Yeah, honest, from a distance, even from a distance though, I had never even seen it. And I was like, fuck that snowman. I don't, I don't want to watch anything about this fucking. <laughs> but you know what? I got to admit. All right. I got to admit though. It's super cute and it totally works in the movie. The whole, do you want to build a snowman? Like I had heard like kids yeah. singing this fucking melody for, for fucking eight years now. And it, it kind well, of, with the know, context of the movie, it has me. meaning now. Exactly. Right? In the context so of the story, like, the aging hmm. of the children into, into women, you know, I thought that was, I thought also, that was well done. Like, like kid, kid Anna is cute as shit too. I just want to say like, they're both cute. Dude. That yeah, whole I mean, sequence was on, cute as hell. The whole thing was really great. I think I'm still just, this is just an example of I'm, I'm faulting myself. I wish I could take that buzz back, Dave, because I'm actually faulting myself. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> that was not a buzz. <laughs> this is what, this is what I get. I'm going to take a not, drink anyway. <laughs> yeah, you guys join me, please. This is what I get for not watching any animation for, for years and years and years. I'm so out of it that it, I, it's I a will, little shocking I will say, to me to see the new styles of animation. Well, no, Wait, it's, John, it's not so much the new Soul style. And all those other ones. I it's did see the those new... Pixar movies. What did you say, Dave? I'm just going to weigh in. It's not so much the new style. It's the fact that Render Man Now, which is the the animation engine that they use to render this stuff out, is on version 24. When they did this, it was on version 14. But don't you think that Disney and Disney Pixar 13. are a little bit different? Because like, I've always I've always been more drawn to the Pixar I, style because they're not going for. All right, I'm gonna be nitpicky. Watch the here. first. Watch the first Toy Story again, and you'll be like, "This looks like a pile of ass." I disagree, so I dude. I, I disagree. I don't want it to get into the Uncanny Valley. You didn't to escape quote, that. To quote, Mark. to quote, Thirty Rock. <laughs> I don't like it when I saw Moana recently. <laughs> And her, oh, God, her, yeah. her hair scared the shit out of me. Her hair was like real <laughs> hair, and the rest of them was like animated features. And it kind of, it kind of, rough, it gave me the chills, dude. I was like, whoa, what the hell is happening? Keep animation, animation. You don't have to make it look as realistic as possible. Well, here's the thing is like, if you look at Pixar films, they're supposed to be like hand animated, right? The first Frozen and I could be totally wrong on this. It looks like the animation, it, the physical animation of the wireframes looks like it's done motion capture. So it looks very realistic, but you have these weird ca like cartoon characters with realistic human motion. I'm pretty sure they didn't mocap that. This was hmm? this I'm pretty sure they didn't mocap that. That was really? that was hand animated. Frozen. Damn, yeah. Those animators are fucking good then. Yeah, they it are. Looked when real. I grow when I grow up, wow. I want to be them. Yeah, it's insane, right? <laughs> I mean, clearly yeah, it's all very Like, impressive. that's the thing is, like, what threw me off was this, like, ultra-realistic -re motion of the way they, you know, they, like, move their limbs. And then all hmm. of a sudden, but it would be these really cartoony characters. And I it feel, felt no, like dude, there's a weird disconnect. I but you, I also dude, yeah, think that it's yeah. because it is eight years old, you know? 
Like if you, yeah, you guys but isn't the? Luke? By the way, did you see Luca? I mean, I haven't seen Luca yet, and I've heard no. people Holy say good fuck. things. I said that I didn't. I said that it has this like hyper realistic. Yeah. The way textures light. I don't textures, want that. Light, I don't want, water, I don't, I don't it want looks that. Dude. Phenomenal, John. You gotta watch watch Luca, and I think it'll change your mind because it looks phenomenal. Really? Because give me yeah. some fucking Don Bluth. Give me some like early Disney. Like I, I want animation to look I like mean, animation. I, 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 don't I know. Understand. Yeah, I know. I, I know why you like Moana because Moana is both uh, like the modern animation mixed with traditional animation as well. There's some 2D animated stuff in there But my as well. favorite parts about that animation were, were definitely the 2D stuff. Like the the stuff that looks too realistic, it does just confuse me a little bit aesthetically. It's like, what the fuck is the point in watching an animated feature if it's not animated? Like, why are you trying to make it so realistic? Like, I, I don't... That is something that has been maybe a part of my resistance to this, these new, you know, this new era of animation is that uh, when... When Pixar started in the '90s, we were all just like, "Wow, 3D animation—that's that's so cool!" But it's very clearly animated. They're not going for realism, hmm. right? Just do you guys do like? Tell me, as as two people who like animated movies more than I do, it sounds like. Do you want it to seem as realistic as possible? And I'm just like way yeah. off the mark. No, I actually, I I would. Dave, I like did you both. get this? Ex- did you get this experience, Dave? Where as you were watching it. I this is what ha- my brain was thinking. I was like, "Holy fuck! CG animation is incredible." Oh yeah, like no, some I, of the stuff that they're able to replicate in a computer. I, I was like, two D animation. I was thinking like two D animation is like this is hand drawn physical stuff. Mm. All this shit in Frozen is only exists in a computer. It's and yeah. they created this entire world in a computer. So no, that I, I work I work much. in Houdini a lot, and uh, I can tell you the the shader work that went into the icicles. Just the fucking ice in this film would have taken weeks to write. Like they literally had to code how the light behaves and how the reflections behave, how the refraction behaves on it. Cause like that, that piece, that icicle sticking out from a snowbank is literally just a collection of polygons. And they have to write code to tell it how to behave when someone walks behind it, how to behave when light shines through it, whether it internally reflects, what angle it internally reflects. Like there's this whole scientific fucking process. Anyone who doesn't tell you you don't need physics, if you want to go into computer animation, fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, I would imagine like, it's extremely important. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's extremely complex. Like I've, I've briefly touched on, like I've started touching on shaders in Houdini and I've started, like I wrote a couple of, basic ones and i'm like holy shit man like this is complex like my stuff still looks like a little bit like a cartoon and these guys are making these perfectly fucking beautiful icicles like i want to somebody tell me how to write the code for an icicle that is amazing get hired by oh, disney yeah. well did you by the they way john a- did what did, <laughs> jo, you know john you were talking about like you didn't mind toy story one compare toy story the first toy story to the fourth one yeah and god damn that like just the hyper realism mm. in combination with that cartoony caricaturish look is amazing like just to see those little dust particles on the on the shades yeah and it's incredible i i i, I, I embrace mean, it i really like it that, i do miss again, 2d animation too but for that, 3d the hyper realism like really wows me. A lot of Especially that is when the, you see it on a huge. Screen. A lot of that uh, the that is the advancements in the render engine, because like they're using RenderMan to render this stuff, and like the the difference between even version seventeen and version twenty four is fucking amazing. The what the light bounce and all the things you can do with like that render engine is just phenomenal. 
So that's why Toy Story 4 looks like it does. I mean, Toy Story 4 was good. I enjoyed it. I'm not sure if I enjoyed that aspect of it. Like, I don't think that's the reason I liked Toy Story 4 so much. I thought they did some really interesting things with the characters and the story. They were able to sustain it and give give Woody his own, like, hero's journey after three fucking movies. Like, it was really impressive. Uh, mm. If there was anything I, I did... I didn't dislike anything about it. I just, I do have a, I do have a resistance to that style of animation. I don't know what it is. It also frustrates me a little bit. And I'm a, I'm a super traditionalist in this aspect and big fucking surprise that I, I'm always the voice of that on this podcast. But I, <laughs> these kids that I, that I have, you know, I'm friends with their parents or they're my nieces or whatever. Apparently like these children are not responding to 2d animation in the same way they're responding to 3d. I don't know. I'm just seeing like all my red flags are going off. It's like, oh, fuck that. The, the fast editing thing we were talking about in the last episode, like, good Lord, like well, we're, we're creating too much stimulation so that people can't discover anything. You know, it's just it's it's all being. But that's also for you funny now. because from what I've seen lately out of like Disney and Pixar, like in, in the case of like Moana and everything past that. They're going the other way. They're starting to throw in 2D animation back into the 3D animation stuff. All right, so well, how about this? Did you, see the, did you see the Mitchells versus the Machines? Yes. Did you guys see that? Yes, I did. That is I a good that. example of like 3D in combination with like old school 2D elements. Like the backgrounds look yeah. very hand-drawn. It's stylized cool, as fuck. About, it's yeah. really awesome. How about, because I really enjoyed Into the Spider-Verse. And that's, you I know, that's you probably like Mitchell versus the Machine. But yeah. that's so, it's so stylized that it didn't, I mean, it never felt like they were trying to go realism to me. And I felt like, oh, good. This is, like, it's, it's shamelessly animated. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I, I mean, want. Yeah. Any, anybody who didn't like Into the Spider-Verse, quite frankly. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was fucking <laughs> awesome. I'm, again, I'm not saying anything. I, I still, they, they are, they do not make mistakes at Disney and Pixar, clearly. I want to mm. be in a writer's room, in a, just a creative room with these people. They don't fucking make mistakes. I want to see how they go back and forth and brainstorm and, and one-up each other constructively to try to find the best product. Because clearly they're, they're really good at turning out a certain quality of work that is consistent. That's where the reputations come from. This movie lives up to it. I am just curious. I just don't know if I need this style of animation to be attributed to that. I don't know if these well, stories see, the, would be less good with this kind of animation. But anyway, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to get hung well, up to, on this. Your, it's but, it's but still way, to really your, good. To your, I, I don't want to sound like I'm point, being an asshole John, about it. No, I kind of agree with you, John, because if you see like, well, particularly with Japanese films, when I see Ghost in the Shell, Jinro, Wolf Brigade, Akira, and Paprika, traditional 2D animation, fucking looks brilliant. And it's more impressive than than seeing like, the CG stuff. And I know a lot of work goes into it, but like when you watch like Akira, the amount of detail and each frame is like gorgeous and it's all hand drawn. You, you can see each frame because it lasts like, for about eight shit, seconds. That's insane. <laughs> no, and the Japanese stuff. My neighbor Totoro and uh, Princess Mononoke. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's. Anyway, I really. I'm not going to lie. I, I, read I don't a... mind CG. I don't mind CG, but I just hope that 2D doesn't die. Like, Triplets of Belleville is fucking fantastic. And then even going all the way I back mean, to, like, the animation in the Jungle Book. Dude, Net fuck, Netflix man, is, is about... Great. Netflix is currently releasing an animated version of The Witcher. Like, a prequel to The Witcher. <laughs> animated in Why? Two, I just in, don't in, get it. Why? But, in, in, but animated in 2D style. So... 
Like it, the 2D animation is not okay. going anywhere. That that is definitely still a technique that's around. Yeah, but it's I, it's, I read, it's, it's been dumbed a... down. It's been dumbed down so much. Like Akira's animated at 24 fucking frames per second. Most of the stuff you see now is like 15 and below. You know, really, and it looks really choppy and shitty. I'm not gonna lie. I read it. Uh, I read okay. a piece oh, of I trivia. Guess I, drink to that, right? I read a piece of trivia <laughs> yeah, that um, <laughs> the Hans Christian Andersen story that Frozen is based on. I read a piece of trivia that Walt Disney actually wanted to greenlight that in the 30s, like very soon after Snow White. He wanted to put it at the, you know, prioritize Damn. it and try to develop it. I'm not gonna lie. There's a big piece yeah. of me that's like, oh my god, I would have loved to have seen that 2D version. I don't- Olaf would have scared the, the fuck out of people. Wouldn't have been, <laughs> it would have been a very different style of humor, but just just the, yeah. the visual aesthetic. I'm very curious. I think I would have responded to it better. Fuck me. I know I'm the problem. I'm not saying I should be right about this. Clearly, Disney should not hire me to direct their next animated feature. I would be <laughs> saying that pitching. I? I would be pitching 2D in my pitch, move, and I would be like, get up. Yeah. I'm bringing back 2D to Disney. You know what? You're right, Dave. Fuck that. Give me a gush. I'm bringing back 2D to Disney. God damn it. You're welcome, kids who grew kinda, up in the 90s. I wonder what happened to all those, like, traditional animators, though. Like, Oh, they're dead. They got to be alive still. Some of them are, I mean, some of them have retired. Some of them are still there. They're working They're working in the 2D slash, because Disney is still producing 2D animation. There's a thriving B-movie network the that they've got going though, out. Like, yeah. But it's not the same... Uh, you guys there's like going what? to Disney World. When there's I was like, like six fucking Jafar sequels. There are. <laughs> yeah, but they they oh, look like <laughs> trash though. Like if yeah, you look not, at like their best if you look at Aladdin and then you Jafar look at the 5. other follow-ups. <laughs> I remember like going. <laughs> I remember going to Disney World, and it's obviously they don't do all the work in this particular studio, but they had a studio set up, and you were allowed to go see the drawing of you know, some animators working on their next feature. So I got to see them working on Mulan. And I remember as a kid just being like, wow, you know, it's just, it's, it's so analog. Like, and, and there was something so fascinating to me about, about what happened when that analog craft was, was coerced and then elevated. It, it wasn't analog on the screen. It was just, Bitch, don't talk to me so about powerful. analog. I was there when the magic was written. <laughs> that's true that's true dave what was it like when animation was like sticks laying on the ground in certain figures fuck yourself that's what it was like <laughs> you know the little flip by the book, way do you guys mind if i take a, a quick <laughs> you guys mind if i take a quick pee break the amount, I the amount we've made you drink no go for it yeah, we'll, here, oh, right. i'm so sorry Get but my here. bladder we're is gonna explode no, we're, gonna, oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna just keep talking this, this is what happens oh. when you have a rookie host and you run long <laughs> it is it is inevitably though i was not surprised that this movie is really good i was not surprised that people are praising it so much uh, one question I do want to ask, and we'll ask him mm-hmm. when he gets back, but I'm going to pose it to you, Dave, because I think this mm. is, you can't avoid this question. You have to ask it. Would this movie be as successful without Let It Go? Yes. Because there is often one song. So no, you yes, just said yes. Like, yes, yes. Um, I mean, it was nominated, obviously, for two Oscars. It won Best Animated Film and Best Original Song for Let It Go. Um, that was a very famous year when 
John Travolta introduced. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, yeah, and it has uh, introduced her as uh, what was it? Ad- Adela yeah. Zim or something. Yeah, uh, okay. and yeah, it was it was horrific. But Come anyway, on, John. Um, yeah, this this would have. I I feel like yes, this totally would have worked without Let It Go because of all the extra like just the character work in it is like the song lasts for what three minutes she builds a castle it's her like moment of i'm going to i'm going to embrace my power i'm going to be who i was all along which is great that's what that's what it's all about but like that's then it also granted that's the central theme of the songs the the, the movie so that might have been important but I think it was pretty fucking important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty crucial. But there's also, like, that is three minutes of the movie. Right, yeah. But, uh, I mean, well, when Mark comes back, I'm going to ask him the same question. Hmm. Um, I do agree with you for, for sure that that the every ingredient outside of that that's integral to this story is there and is strong. But Mark just joined us again. Let me ask him the same question. Mark, be honest, dude. Be totally honest with me. Would this movie be as successful without Let It Go? Shit, that's a good question. An answer like so my I, finger's it, not on the Dave fucking said, buzzer Dave right said, now. Dave said uh, yes. He thinks, he thinks this movie stands alone. I think, I think it's... like I, I enjoyed it not for the, the music. I enjoyed it because the storyline and characters were great. So to me... I think I would. I think it would be a hit even without the song. I think that it maybe probably would have made a lot less money, maybe. But I think it's good enough. Is that, that another way would... of saying it would not be as successful without the song? No, I, I feel like parents would have appreciated more if that song wasn't in it. But... <laughs> I, well, I, I, I mean, that song is like a huge contributing factor to a success. So yeah, I guess I I can't really say yeah, that. I don't think I agree. For me with personally, both of you. I think the storyline was good enough. But that's like yeah. that's me. I think to the majority of people that that fucking song just being in the mainstream for so long sold it. I agree with you, dude. That's that's how I feel completely. It is this movie is really good without let it go. But I think with musicals in general, it is like a, a really big song that brings people to it. And then they'll realize that the rest of it is really good, too. So I think, you know, just just look at the zeitgeist. Look at the evidence before you. All these kids memorizing this song, you know, before they can speak. I think that song is why this movie is so successful. But without that, but, but it, this movie is good around that song, too. Like the, the actual movie is is as good as that song is. That song just well, here's happens the other thing. to be like I, right in the middle of it, and it's the one that people remember the most. But that's not. I don't know if I'm going to take I mean, let it go no, away from this movie. I found the song no, I got, to be like really I got a little bit of fucking goosebumps. I got a little bit of goosebumps when that song of was happening. Of course, you get goosebumps. It's it's well. Here's the thing. It's, it's like an iconic the song. song <laughs> right? Well, yeah. here's the thing though. At least for me, the song on its own was annoying. Just hearing it on the radio and in like yeah, and people yeah. singing and shit. But in the context of the movie, I understood it and it made sense. And I was like, okay, it's not bad. That's what musicals do, mm. dude. That's why it's annoying when people just <laughs> sing it out of context. I know what you mean. But I'll yeah, also point out, like the setup. I the still setup, hate that fucking song, though. The, I'm gonna yeah, drink really quick. Yeah, you are. The the, uh, the setup for this film as well, like the the original the original setup 
uh, where like they go through the powers and the danger that the powers involve, that sort of thing. They set that up so well. Like we haven't even got to the song yet at this point. They've got to Coronation Day, and when she had, they like yeah, take the gloves off. I tensed up. Like that's some fucking good writing. I was like, shit, what's oh, gonna yeah. happen? Like especially since they showed her in yeah. the previous scene clutching them, and they start to turn to ice, and then yeah, when she's I in the actual up. scene, you see it. Ooh. Like that's that's good writing. That's good filmmaking. Yeah. So I that's I why agree. I think it will stand on its own. Because there is so much other good things around it besides that song that we've all heard 50 million fucking times. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it would stand on its own. That's my argument. I think it will stand on its own. I think this movie is going to go down. I have no doubt No, they made a sequel. It's toast. Wait, so have you you guys seen the sequel? I haven't seen the sequel, but I've heard it's really good. Um, I feel like I need to uh, watch this, it now. No, I, I mean, my wife's watched it. I heard her from the living room because uh, I went to bed and she was like, this is questionable. Was, really? Because uh, I that's have not a the lot words, of friends. That's not the words she used. She used a lot of, a lot of F words. But like, the, yeah, was, <laughs> <laughs> was like this, Dude, yeah, I this have a lot question. of friends who have said that they think the second one is, is even better. I have really? a lot of like, the adult way, friends, the adult th- music theater friends and friends with, with kids. Mm. Who have said they actually prefer the second one? So I'm kind of intrigued. I might watch it tonight. All right, I'm gonna have I to might watch, watch Frozen yeah. Two Wait, can tonight. I, can I? Can I pitch something to you guys? Can we actually do another episode on Frozen, Frozen Two? Just a, a very special, a very special caveat uh, episode a, on a special uh, follow up, an apology episode. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally be willing to do that. Yeah, I, I think we should. We should definitely. We should definitely do that. I would week. watch Frozen Two. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. We need to we need to wrap this up. So because we again we we have we the, have gone a long <laughs> this time. Is the again. longest episode we've yeah. You know what? We Frozen drank so much is Mark had to good. leave. <laughs> it's as good as you want it to be. Everything you've heard is true. Your kids are right. This is a this is yes. a really good animated feature. It's probably I think it's Disney Animation's most successful one since they've been doing this next hmm. generation. And I think yeah, it has if you don't a, like it, your two heart very is a strong lump of legs Carl, to stand on. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, funny, you're gonna laugh, you're gonna get emotional, you might cry. Definitely check it out. It's on Disney Plus, as are all other Disney movies. It's hard um, to find on Disney Plus, but you can find it. Just, just <laughs> stick with it, because um, it's you know it's one of the least popular movies. But uh, <laughs> I feel like we should wrap this up with a quick bit of what you've been watching. Uh, anyone got anything they watched in between when we recorded last? Not at all. Which was about an hour ago. I'm just going to fucking repeat myself. The Obama time. No, you don't need to. You don't need to. I'm going to take over this segment because, guys, today, today. I have one. Oh, you have one. Mark, go for it. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I didn't want to. No, you go go first. I was going to say Free Guy. Free Guy is super fun. Oh, he just saw it. Yeah. Great. Fuck, he stole my my thunder. Get out of my head. (laughs) Matt Matt and I are actually going to review it for our, our show this coming Monday. But I was pleasantly surprised at how fucking awesome it was. Oh, you I watched it. Yeah, I saw it today. That oh, was what shit. I was going to talk about. It's fucking really? amazing. I love it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yes. Oh, good. Thank you for. Did you see it, John? I haven't seen it yet. No. No. Oh, fuck. No. You we have to. we were we were going to do it on our show, but like the like numbers over in California, not so good for going to the theater. So fucking Delta. It's by yeah. the way from my screening, nobody. Sweet. Good. Yeah. Was, like know. maybe. I had like about 15 not, people six, in my New York yeah. screening, but I went at like one o'clock. So <laughs> like, the, the thing I love about going at one o'clock though, is you get the people who were there to see the movie, not the fucktards who were there to oh, do, yeah. like 
and make noise and check their phones and all that sort of shit. So everybody great had a great time in By the my way, screening, speaking so. of noise, this is how good the movie was. I had some guy in the front row snoring for the entire movie, and I still enjoyed it. <laughs> oh my god! Like audibly snoring. <laughs> this was his hotel for the day. What? <laughs> Basically. That that is a so weird shit. use I have of some your alias. Of it, so yeah. <laughs> you'll probably be hearing them very soon. <laughs> Man, they'll give well, a- AMC a list to anyone. Mark Mark Mastrowski from the Matt and Mark Movie Show. Thank you so much for joining us this week, dude. You will you will definitely you be invited me. to return. Sounds like we might have to do a, a Frozen Two special episode. I'm serious, uh, by the way. I'd love to do that with you. guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would also love to. I would love to talk Free Guy with you guys too. But yeah, yes. Have Dave on your on your episodes. You guys can jump in there. I'm the only (laughs) fucker who hasn't seen it. Clearly, this was great. (laughs) I uh, yeah, that's all I've got. I got nothing smart or funny to say. That's it. This was fun. I'm glad you came. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad I finally saw fucking Frozen. Right, like I, uh, so am I. People are talking about. We, we all we all are. We tried to hide it at the beginning of the episode. Thank you for staying with us because guys, everyone guys, who tuned really out about fast, halfway through really missed the out. Last, the last thing, should we have seen this by now? Should Fuck the three yes. of us have seen it by now? Yes. Probably. Yes. I feel like yeah, an asshole probably for not should. having seen it yet. Yeah. Can't believe I waited that long. I will probably watch the second one much sooner. I'm not going to let eight years go by. <laughs> and then eight years later we have an episode yeah, which, the episode should be eight years from now exactly yeah all right you guys all thank right. you so much <laughs> thanks fans. for joining us real fans thank you so much for having me by the way week. thank you mark yeah that was awesome dude we'll see y'all soon